Welcome, my friends, to Scry Me a River, the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to forget that it is the gaming advice podcast. Man, I gotta get We'll out. get gotta, there someday. We'll get there someday. I've got to get off the autopilot, man. I do this with everything, dude. I do this thing. You know, like so I was, you know, been doing some Age of Empires, some Rainbow Six, that sort yep. of stuff, right? Now, Dennis, it may surprise you to learn it. There are no turns in Rainbow Six. There are no. There, well, I, there, I guess there's there's t- rounds where you're attacking. It's like defending. rounds and stuff, yeah. But there's no. There's definitely definitely no turns in Age of Empires, right? So like, in, when I was doing Age of Empires, there's like, oh, you know, and they'll they'll attack and send in the, you know, they'll be raiding or whatever. And it's like, oh, we'll see what you know, see what the opponent does on their turn. It's like they don't take turns. They're both <laughs> like, the ones doing their thing right now already. Exactly. Like, well, first of all, in Age of Empires, you're doing eight things at all times simultaneously. But like that. Um, oh, and I kept saying card when I meant like unit or Item, operator. Yeah, or, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, I was a very powerful uh, operator. <laughs> <laughs> the autopilot gets in deep, man. It gets in I deep. Would, how? So I watched some of the Age of Empires stream you were, mm. you were on. Doing it again uh, very soon. Off to Germany ooh. for Wallalow 5. I can't Wallalow wait. Wallalow 5, the sequel to Wallalow 4. Yeah, Wallalow 5 in Throne. It's being held at Heidelberg Castle at an actual factual medieval, well, it's not a medieval castle, but an actual factual castle, Dennis. And are there, are there going to be goths outside storming the walls while you do the event? Look, I hope... Look, I know that Red Bull have got a lot of things. They've got some stuff up their sleeves. Like, they've got some surprises even for us as casters, which I don't know how I feel about because I don't know what... I mean, I'm, mm. I'm just being paid to dance as a monkey, so it's fine, whatever. But um, they've got During some... During round three, we're going to pour burning oil onto the well, is, like what Like, what are, the, what are the medieval theme surprises that they've got? I hope it's nice things, like, you know... a. A, 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 roast, or a roast pig with an apple in its mouth, you know, that yeah. sort of thing. I, I hope I get to dress as, like, a king. You know, that would be very good. Well, you should surely dress as a knight. I hope I, if they've got a full set of armor for me, that would be wonderful. But um, I'm hoping that it's not, yes, repelling a Hunnic invasion or, you know, having to pour boil. Although, actually, Dennis, uh, boiling oil was not so much a part of medieval combat in Europe. Uh, it was mainly restricted to uh, the Arabic countries. Um, or uh, regions because uh, oil, oil was actually actually very expensive. Oil, mm. like he- heating up, especially in areas where it wasn't very like wasn't a lot of it. Heating it up and pouring on people when you could just do the same thing with water. Yeah, well, yeah. oil burns hotter than water, doesn't it? Sticks to you. That, that's true, but also oil, like you know, you should just drop rocks on them, though. To be honest, uh, heavy though. I suppose that's true. Uh, heavy water. Got to lug, lug those up the walls. Yeah, water's that's fine, mate. Water's it's, it's easy. You just turn on the tap, out it comes. You know. You know All right, medieval welcome plumbing to systems. welcome to Sun Tzu's Art of Smar. Yes, where we're going to be discussing medieval war tactics this week. Um, Dennis, they say keep your friends close and keep, keep your... channelfireball.com closer. Wow, you're just going to cut my lunch like that and keep your sponsors. You keep your sponsors even closer, and that's why uh-huh. I'm proud to announce channelfireball.com continue to sponsor this uh, this show. Oh, I got an email with um, what's cooking at Smart. Dennis, Have can you received you, an electronic communique? Can you just hold down the viewers here so they don't notice while I'm desperately looking up this email in my inbox here? If you just I mean, can, why, I've never let that stop me. Already got it. Let's go. Nice, um, nice, nice. 15% off all foils this weekend. A little late on that one. That was last weekend. Sorry about that, Gabby. <laughs> didn't, didn't read that one in time. Sorry, Gabby. Thanks for letting me know about that one. Um... Well, yeah. Hey, listen. If you've if you've got a time machine, 
<laughs> and you can go back to last week if you can go back to the weekend of like you know what was it the 28th right, 29th of this August? is why you want to go to chatfob.com slash newsletter and sign up so you get all these offers Perfect. when Roddy forgets to read his emails we, we've done it we've done it there you go see that, that that was the whole that was the plan the whole time it wasn't that I forgot to read Gabby's email it was that I wanted to plug the newsletter I write for the newsletter what do you write I write like a little a little did you know type section each week can you give us a preview of next week's one uh, sure, Dennis. Let me just, uh, uh, let me tell you it right now. I'll remember to edit it in back later because I haven't written it yet. I was going to write it after okay. we finished recording the podcast, oh, but okay. I definitely will remember to edit. So, I'll, I'll record it, back it in, yeah. and I'll definitely remember to put it back in, Hang and on, I'll yeah. definitely remember to edit this part out as well. <laughs> wow, so, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, it's, it's, I know, it's interesting, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. More hits like that at channelfire.com slash newsletter. So sign up for it and uh, get it hand delivered. Ha- Eric Levine will hand deliver it to your. Oh, no, wait, he's not doing the net newsletter. No, anymore, it's Jeff now. It's Jeff. Jeff will hand deliver it to your email. Every single. He has to. T- that's why it's, it's such a hard job. That's why Eric had to move on from it. It was so. So taxing and demanding. He needed a break because he has to it's type like being, it out. It's like being sent to the wall in Game of Thrones. Then we could do it for a certain amount of time. Yeah, exactly. He has to type. I mean, how many people are on the newsletter on the mailing list? Like tens know, of thousands, right? Five or six, probably. Five or six tens of thousands. He has to type out five or six ten thousand emails every week. Every week. It's just, just basically a medieval scribe. Exactly. Yeah. They, they don't let him use the copy paste. I don't know why. I don't know why. They, they, there are programs out there like Mail Merge and stuff. It's like not honest work. It's not it's, honest yeah, work. he has to import, he has to put in the JPEGs every single our, time. Our customers, our subscribers, already, they can feel the, the blood, sweat, and Jeffs that go into every email. Yeah, exactly. They they, design, they demand an artisanal experience. So if you want a hand-typed email from Jeff, you can get it. Um, Channel5.com slash newsletter. Anyway, Dennis, I'm looking forward to this episode. Can I tell you why? We got some spicy questions this week. We got some very spicy questions. We, but we've got one we're going to start with, which I think is just really going to annoy you. And it's not very often that I get to oh, it. Yes. Usually it's the other way around, right? <clears throat> but yes. this time around, it's now the Vexy has become the Vexer. Because, Dennis, I'm sure you've been keeping up to date on the, logic, the latest magic drama. Wow, Dennis' eyes, Dennis eyes are rolling so much about to fall out and roll across the floor. Mm-hmm. So, for those of you who missed it on Twitter, Safra and Ollie posted a tweet where he... Good game, someone, right, with a settle the wreckage in hand. They went good game, attacked what they thought was going to be for lethal because obviously Saffron Olive had gone good game. And then Seth got him with the settle, settle the and obviously they said it was good game, but it was bad game because, yes. yeah. Uh, he then posted on Twitter being like, what do you think of this? Obviously, it's legal, uh, but, you know, w- what are your thoughts? I think, generally speaking, the 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 feeling of the room, at least the majority of the people in the room, was dislike. So, so that's where I land. I think it's kind of a dick move. Well, okay. I, sorry, I want to get more meta with this, Dennis. Right? When you because first met, right when, I first, we were, when I first brought up this with Dennis, Dennis was like, "Not this shit again." Every time comes back around, somebody on Twitter, in this case Saffron Olive, gets bored and wakes up in the morning and decides to throw a dart at the magic controversy dartboard. And it's like, what benign crap are we going to talk about on the internet today? I We've just, done this one before. Well, this is just handshakes all over again. I think we've had this exact discussion about good games and settle the wreckage before. But this is, but the, 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 what I really like about this, this good game, like controversy is that it's just the, like, it's just the winner's handshake. Right, because yeah. it's it's the it's the same argument dressed up in different clothes. Like when when can you handshakes or whatever else like that? I think this is so far over the line. It's it's just not even close to me because so, I think that. So sidebar: Am I the asshole? Is Saffron Olive an asshole? Riley, commit yes or no right now. 
Oh, yes, absolutely you shouldn't do this. Saffron Olive's an asshole, confirmed. Riley Knight. Riley okay, Riley in Knight. this situation... 2021, yeah. quote, sure. tweet in, it, there it is. In this situation... Right? At Saffron Olive. In this situation, you they, there's no doubt that doing what Saffron Olive did is the asshole move. Seth, I'm not, you're, welcome to, you're welcome to come on I'm the podcast and defend calling, yourself. I'm not calling Seth an asshole. I'm saying that he did something, right? Oh, can you cut that so it says, I'm calling Seth an asshole? No, that let's not start doing some creative journalism here, Dennis. Let's not try to twist my words. He's trying I, to find Riley's intent. He's I, given you the words to do it, just not I know, in the right order. I know Twitter beef is good for engagement, right? But I'm not looking to start a fight here. Um, you shouldn't do this. In you my view, you want Twitter beef, Riley, but I'm a vegetarian and I ain't f-ing scared of him. When you gotta stop swearing, man. You when, said shit first. That gives me the green that, light that, that, all the way, all the way fine. home. No, the f word is is off limits. The s word's okay though. It's fine. You don't have to put the explicit tag on for that. Wow, I didn't yeah. know that. So all I right, have to so, bleep out your words, but not mine, mate. Okay, Riley, you get two bleeps at this time and apologize, and I can say things are shit all the time. Great, can't wait. Anyway, um. In my view, good game on Arena is the equivalent in uh, in real life of, like, extending your hand, right? Which is a concession, right? No, it is definitely not the equivalent. Do you know what the equivalent of that is on Arena? Escape key, concede, yes. Sure, whatever. If someone does that to me, it's them saying... If it's, the, it's the equivalent of them extending their hand at the table. That's, that's how I take it, right? Because you're being like, good game. This is the end of the game. You've beaten me, right? That's how I take it. You can shake your head all you want, Dennis, but no one can hear you do it. Um, Dennis, I don't, want interu- and I, don't want, I don't want to interrupt you again. That's why I just shook my head. <laughs> um, so if someone does that to me and then they said to me, I'm just going to, like, I'm putting him straight in the asshole basket. Like, it's as simple as that, right? And even if you don't take that sort of hard line that I have with it. I think that's illegal in paper magic. Well, no, like, if, if someone extended the hand to me, right, and then was like, jokes, I've actually got this removal spell that means that you don't win the game, right? I'd be like, you've conceded already. Yes. Right. So I think me- it's the equivalent of in paper saying, "Oh, I think I'm dead here." Yeah, it's this, yeah, and that's what people are pointing out. Like Marshall and, and some others were saying, like it's the equivalent of in paper being like, "Yeah, looks like I lose. I don't, I don't really have anything." And like, kind of what, hoping your opponent's going to pack up their cards? Like, I've had this. Well, in this case, to you're me. hoping your opponent attacks with everything. No, but yeah, sure. But there's like, I've, I've had someone do what equivalent, what amounted to a fake concession where they scooped mm. up all of their lands. Oh yeah, well that's just cheating. That I mean, exactly right. So it's in, it's in that kind of vein, which obviously you can't do an arena, but it's not on. And all the people who were like, oh, it's fine, it's part of the game, da 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 da, like that. All these people coming up being like, oh, try playing League of Legends where people are actually like horrible. That was me earlier today. <laughs> that was you earlier today, Dennis. <laughs> Dennis is like, you know what? He's like these people are these these pampered children playing arena get them out in league of legends and let them get play them in a league real of get, them in, get them in silver four bronze one put all chat all on. chat exactly oh baby um, like look here's the thing it is not part it, it is not part of the game it's not part of the intended experience of the game it is shitty those are my two two and a half i guess points about how i feel about it you want you know what the one point that supersedes all of those is yeah so what is only game. Sometimes you, people are shitty to, on the internet. This is this is low level shittiness. Very extremely low level shittiness. Dan, you, Dan is really going hard. For, I've just opened if you're worried about here. this, mute your opponent. It's emotes. Yeah, it's I mean that's fine. the answer. Or don't fall for it. Yeah, ignore them. Marshall always talks about this. Ignore every piece of information your opponent tries to give you in paper, online, anything. Mm-hmm. Ignore all of it. Yeah, you, it's all tainted. Focus on the information that they're trying not to give you. Or focus on the animation they're giving you with their game actions. Yeah. Like even when you even when you start learning how to play poker, 
um, learning tells from some the way someone's sitting or the way they're holding their cards or their chips or they're sweating or whatever is all secondary. What talks is how much they bet, how fast they bet, where they bet it, what cards they bet on. And this is exactly the same. What cards they're playing, what cards they're playing around, what blocks they're making, what attacks they're making are way more important mm. than what emotes they're sending. Could you imagine if, if, if Magic the Gathering had open chat like, uh, uh, like MTGO did? I mean, I can imagine it. I don't want to live in that world. Oh, yeah. no, you're going to kill me with that card. I bet I'm super dead. I Please don't think don't it would be that. On. It would be noob. Play real deck. What's wrong with you? And then a whole that lot is of other. Quite, that is quite soft on the... Um, well, I don't really want to repeat. I, I don't really want to say what these I things. understand that. You've already... Can I mean, we've already had... We're probably going to have to put an explicit tag on this one already as it is because you've gone very hard in the paint. Do you think when you pit, put the explicit tag on, people are like, ooh... Something spicy, some, spicy episode. Something happened to that. Well, the only time I've done it was with Voxy. <laughs> yeah. That's the only episode that's had it because I wasn't Smart bleeping Smart After out. Dark must have it. Uh, maybe, actually. Maybe it's two. I wasn't bleeping out all those, no, those no bloody- way. You're you just know, a man. All the effing and Jeff and exactly right. There are only so many hours in the day. Um, annoyingly, like a, a, as much as I've enjoyed n- you know, needling Dennis about this and, and getting his goat up a little bit, annoyingly, Dennis actually has sort of stumbled upon- the solution here in his rage-filled diatribe. And that's you should just mute your opponent. Like, that's really the solution. You can't do that in real life. You know, you can't just no. get can't get a bit of duct tape and whack it over their mouth and, and you'll no, I've tried. You'll you'll get a you'll get an unsporting con unsporting contact minor warning. <laughs> Maybe major even. We need a judge. That's probably to- close to assault, but yeah. Well if you did it gently if you place it over the, if you place it over their mouth, just very gingerly, like that you know, you're not, you're not like slapping it onto their face. Is it? Yeah, not very ridiculous. Let, well, uh, let's let's hear from the judge community that listens to Scrimey River. If I were to gently and and very respectfully, right? I want to I want to make it clear. I'm doing this with the utmost respect. Place a piece of duct tape over my opponent's mouth in a real paper game. What would I get? Would it be unsporting USC conduct? USC minor or yeah. what? USC minor, I think, probably. USC Santa Cruz, maybe? Who can say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Anyway, Dennis, your rage is quelled. Um, anyway, don't do not do this. Don't GG people. Like, just don't do it. It's not It's not worth it. No, you shouldn't. Um, I'm, a propi- I'm a proprietor often of the reverse flame, but I think you should, I, you should do as I say, not as I do. It is not good for anybody's mental health to reverse flame. Yeah. Go, go and forge, and if, you, if you need to thicken your skin, go and forge yourselves in the fires of, of low silver of, League of, so, of Legends. Uh, so, yeah, solo Q rank, low silver all chat, whole baby. The, uh, the, some of the worst expressions of the human condition I've ever seen in my entire life have been expressed with the slash all tag on League of Legends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tis a wretched hive of scum and villainy. It really is. All right, Riley. Speaking of a wretched hive of scum and villainy, we got some. We got some questionable, questionable questions in this week. We've got some. We've got some questions that are coming in hot, and and I guess on a more serious level, are a little more, a little closer to the bone than than you mm. and I usually mm. usually not handle. Usually, not 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 really suited to our you know chicanery. No, to our to our light frothy entertainment <clears throat> podcast. These ones hit a little harder. This one first one comes from Bardena, mm-hmm. who asks. Someone in my playgroup wants to use Crusade for their EDH deck. Now, people will know, of course, that it has been banned uh, because mm-hmm. of the imagery and the, I guess, the, the connotations are associated with a, you know, anti-Islamic holy war. 
Um, and a card that gives all white things buffs. Yeah, it's a combination of those two. That's a bad is, combo. It's a, yeah. Well, it's funny because, like, Honor of the Pure isn't banned, so obviously it's not just that, but it's, I think it's, yeah, a, com- yeah, yeah. it's a combination of the two things. It's, it's just, it's, it's, not, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't, I, don't, I think that, like, hugely religious iconography doesn't really belong in magic but whatever anyway uh none of us are comfortable with it fair enough and ex- have expressed that explicitly very good it's also just a flat out against the rules we've offered a middle we've offered to middle ground a differently named art or uh, differently named or art proxy with the same what differently named i'll slash art proxy right with the same cmc and function but they won't budge right so they've offered the the chance to the said option to use like you know honor of the even more pure that doesn't really honor of the pure with all white creatures as well. That that it's got mm. a bit of a it's got a bit of a sting to it. Gross. Anyway, um, uh, they won't budge. How do we clearly kick them out on the grounds that they refuse not to use a card banned for racism? So I would be I I understand if I had if I had like a white weenie commander deck yes or whatever and I would be annoyed that a card I used in my deck got banned for yep. reasons that have to do with the card. Oh, I yeah. understand that mm-hmm. you're de- you're you're down an anthem effect. Yeah, I get it. Like, like I think of all the cards that were banned on on the grounds of like being inappropriate or or you know what was the the, the verbiage they used? Not upholding community standards or whatever it was, something right? Something like that. Yeah, I think Crusade is the one I believe that is probably the the quote unquote best card in terms of constructed playability. Oh like, yeah, the, I don't think the... like Stone Throwing Devils isn't a card that everyone's like, oh no, I've lost that in my you know yeah yeah like no one cares about that card as much. So on that ground, like, I don't think it's completely unreasonable to be, as you say, Dennis, a little upset that you've lost an effect that a white weenie commander deck does want, right? Mm-hmm. If that's the case, though, I feel like they should be amicable to the to the old proxy mm. uh, solution, which implies to me they want to make a statement by playing their cool racist card. Yeah, exactly. And even, you know, we don't have to get into the argument of whether it is or is not racist, right? It's been deemed as inappropriate whether... Like, dying on that hill? Like, even if I thought that Crusade wasn't that inappropriate and, you know... I mean, on the spectrum that includes Invoke Prejudice, I think it is at the other end of that spectrum. For sure, right? But it's a... Like, let it go. It's... And, and like, even if I looked at one of these cards, like, ah, it's not that bad. Ah, whatever, I'll play it. If other people are like, hey, that I don't like that card. Can you not play it, right? Mm -hmm. I'd probably just be like, sure. Especially... Especially Dennis, when they're being like, you can just use a, a proxy or something else. You know, you can just use you. We're not. We don't want you to take the effect out of your deck. It's fine to have white, white. You know, enchantment creatures get plus one, plus one, or whatever. It's that, and also the differently named art and proxy makes me think that they're using the old art and not the new one with like Elspeth, which is just very magicy. Yeah, you know? I think I. I, I mean. I'm not. I am not a person. Uh, I suppose I say. I suppose I, am, I was, was going to say I'm not a person targeted by a crusade. But my family is Muslim, so actually I am the person targeted by a crusade. I mean, sensibly speaking. Sorry, Dennis. I'm just going to back you up right there. Didn't your parents flee their oh, native yeah. country because of religious persecution? Yes, that's true. I am uniquely qualified to come. This is so, Dennis. All of, Dennis, <laughs> Dennis. Here is a, a rare opportunity for you to 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 cast off the bonds of your of your. You know, I mean, everyone knows, as Ben Lee said. What did he say? It wasn't Who? Ben Lee. It was Ben Folds. Ben Lee. Ben Lee said, "So please, baby, catch my disease." Ben Lee. Let's let's. I don't. I'm not interested in that energy from you. No, Ben Lee poorly anymore. time now. Um, ben Folds um, said, "Y'all don't know what it's like being straight, middle class, and white." Dennis, 
Right now, you can cast. I mean, you can cast those shackles off right now. Yeah, the the, the Una, bonds of being the reverse card. The most oppressed kind of person on earth, the white, uh, the white middle class straight male. And I, tell us, I mean, your perspective d- on this. I do not find this card particularly offensive. Mm. I might find it more offensive if Crusade was a bunch of UN soldiers ignoring a bunch of Serbian soldiers outside Srebrenica on like a From the Vault edition of the art. Perhaps that might make me feel a little bit different. But, um. The phrase crusade, I don't think, like you said, the Elspeth art of this card doesn't, it looks totally fine to me. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, there are a lot of cards with the word crusade in their name. There are 20 cards that are some combination crusade. of crusade or crusader. There are a lot of crusaders. So like, obviously this, you know, we're, we're talking about, we're talking about a holy war that took place a thousand years ago or a series of holy wars that took place, you know, within the last thousand years, whatever else that, that were. Not great, really, without getting too far into it. We're great. No wars are great, really. Ah, uh, no, they're not really. Um, but these ones, I mean, you know, the, 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 that war would not have qualified under a Civilization Six Causus Belli. Let's call it that. But the the issue that we have with, it, I mean, look, we're we're kind of getting sidetracked here because we're we're talking about how appropriate or inappropriate Crusade is. The bottom line is, right? If somebody in your play group says this makes you uncomfortable, you shouldn't play the card. And it offers you a very reasonable solution. It doesn't matter well. what the card is, really, right? I mean, you, I mean, don't use this to get them stop playing the Scarab God because you can't stand playing against the Scarab God, right? <laughs> right. But the thing, I, okay, here's the other thing, right? I've actually done that. I haven't been, I haven't like pretended to be offended by it, right? But I have said like, oh, if you're going to play the Scarab God, I, I, I might set this one out because I just hate playing against that deck that much, right? Because I don't, I know I'm not going to have a good time, right? And then if the person's reasonable, they'll be like, ah, oh, it's all right, I'll play a different deck. So it's actually not even that far off it because it's like, I don't like this card. I don't like this, whatever. And, and like, if people come to you and say, Hey, this card makes me feel uncomfortable and you're not doing it, especially when it's an issue as charged as these cards being banned, right? As you say, Dennis, I think, I think, I think this person's trying to make a point and it's not a good point. It's not a point worth making. I think, partner, I think you have to press this person. And look, I have, I have friends who are like this. And that is not to say I have friends who are racist. I have friends who are, well, why shouldn't I be allowed to mm. about things, about tons of things like this? And I have gone toe to toe in many a group chat, yelling at people for holding double standards. Oh man, or for being hypocrites. I remember there was. We won't. We don't need to go into why. But Dennis, we you and I. One, no, no, it's fine. I'm not gonna. I'm not. <laughs> Dennis, I watched Dennis get kicked out of a group. We were on a call for. I think we were like recording. Sorry, we're doing, we're doing something right. And Dennis was walking me through this blow by blow argument you were having with some. I'll say associates because I don't know if they're friends anymore. Um, about issues to do with COVID and their their like their very laissez-faire approaches to the rules. And Dennis Dennis was chucking around the left and the right, being like, "You cannot go out to bars and do that. You cannot get around the restrictions by doing this like you're planning to. You are letting our entire country down. You are doing the wrong thing." And these people are like, "Ah, whatever. You're just being a buzzkill. You're being a killjoy," and kicked him out of this group. Quite recently, Riley, I think I'm about to earn you this explicit tag, and I'm sorry, uh. language, but with but with content. All right. Uh, a group of friends of mine were talking about OnlyFans and how OnlyFans had announced that they were going to be banning explicit mm. content. They've since rolled that back, but at the time, that was no longer the case. That, that was still the plan at the time. Mm. And some guys I knew were like, "Ugh, looks like all those all those e-girls are going to have to get real jobs come October 1st. <laughs> we'll be taking orders in McDonald's, aren't I? Very clever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hang on a second, but you all... just like, you consume pornographic content on the internet mm, mm, mm. you pirate it you don't pay for it 
why are you only uncomfortable with it now that women have found a way to monetize it for themselves and are instead of getting exploited by a producer in los angeles when they're 18 are doing it from the safety of their own homes in their early 20s and paying off their student loan debt why does that make you annoyed is it just because they have agency over it no suitable response to that no turns out but i am i think if you are out there and you are like me which is to say like riley mentioned a middle-class white man and you have middle-class white man friends with shitty opinions it is your responsibility to challenge them on them because that is it i have changed these guys minds about things many a time i talk about this stuff on stream like it there there are so there are so many just like shitty white dudes who don't listen to anyone other than other yep. white dudes and so as a white dude i mean I, I mean i'm saying i have the most important voice and when it comes to these discussions but i tell you what it's like you know what having being a, a white male who has like decent opinions and this sort of stuff is like a very very hot piece of sideboard technology right? yes the silver because bullet yeah you can bring in right the white dude in the white dude mirror Right, because someone can be like, "Oh, I, I, it was funny. It, it was the, this exact discussion that that I had at this stream about these banned cards, Crusade, and whatever else being banned." Someone mm-hmm. came and was like, "Oh, what's he bloody forcing SJW nonsense leftist down our throat?" And I was like, "Well, here are the reasons that you know this might be offensive, and here are the reasons that some people don't like it, and here are the reasons why you shouldn't really care about it." Right? And they're like, oh, "Whatever." Left the chat. I got a DM from them on on Discord two days later, being like, "Hey, I've had to think about it, and actually, you know what? I'm I'm sorry that I behaved badly in your chat, and you know." I've thought about it and I think you're right. And there were like lots of, there were like 15, 20 people arguing about this. And I changed one mind, Dennis. And that, that's a win. It is. And what happens in these, especially in these like, in like group chats and WhatsApp messages and things is people will send in messages and then take the, like, or they'll they'll offer a take that is shitty in Mm -hmm. a funny way. Mm -hmm. And they will take either the ha-has or the silence as affirmation of their opinion. Yeah. And if you... It, it, like it's weird when you're when you're arguing with somebody about these things you are not trying to convince that person you are much more trying to convince the people who are other people who are in the group yeah and that is like it is genuinely a real real way to change minds and i think it i think it is important as i slowly slowly bring my bring some of my friends back away from the the like falling into the alt-right trap of the yeah. internet yeah yeah like it's not a pointless thing to do and because here's the other thing, I got one DM message from one guy after that discussion. How many other? I had hundreds of people watching me that stream. Yeah. How many other people? Even if I didn't change their opinion, even if I just nudged them even just a little bit closer to being on the right side of that discussion, that's a win, right? And so even if you know this, even when you're talking about marginalized communities, people of color, you know, queer people, if you're talking about uh, you know affairs to do with women, right? Even if you're a, a, a white dude, as I'm sure many people listening to this podcast are, right? Mm-hmm. Your voice, it's not the most important in this discussion, certainly, and you know you still got to listen and take in perspectives of people who you know have lived experiences that are different to yours. But as I say, we're very useful sideboard cards to bring in when you've got other ignorant idiotic white dudes who won't listen to anyone else they dismiss all women as you know nagging shrews and they dismiss all people of color as as you know people who you don't have to take seriously or listen Mm -hmm. to or or, or, you know they're just complaining or you know playing the race card all the time whatever else right you bring in some boring mayonnaise ikea furniture riley knight and all of a sudden Right, they start I'll going. Use my oh, credit card. No, I can start taking this person seriously. It's nonsense, but hey, you got to use every tool, every tool at your disposal. I'll be your tool, Dennis. That, I appreciate it, Riley. That didn't 
that one didn't land. That um, one got away from me a little bit. That's okay. Speaking of standing up to people, Bardner, I hope that helps. You shouldn't play with this person. Uh, what was your question? How do we clearly kick them out on the grounds they refuse to not uh, to not use a card banned for racism? So what you do is you kick them out of your group on the grounds that they are refusing not to use a card banned for racism. Despite the fact, I mean, the real killer here is you gave them a very, very reasonable out and yeah. they didn't take it. You're just like, here's a mountain. Write the word, even write the word crusade on it and that's probably yep. fine, right? Write the word, like, make up some dumb card. Go to, download the some MTG card proxy generator. Or whatever, yeah. whatever, right? So many solutions. This person isn't taking it. They're not arguing good faith. They're probably, they, they sound like, based on the information, they sound like, like an alt-right troll. They're not worth your time. Um, speaking of standing up to people, Dennis, you said it's our responsibility. The next one comes in from Mobile D. You want to get across it for it's us? Very similar, yeah. Mobile D says, "Hello, Knaigut," which is the kind and kinda, nice, helpful, nice, whatever it was. Helpful, yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah. Gaming question: <clears throat> I'm playing World of Warcraft Classic. I know, I know. And I hopped into a pickup group ten person Karazhan raid. This righty. Does that come with fries? Do you know? I have no. Like, I have no idea. I, mean, I, I know. I know. What a, I don't. Karazhan part is important. I know what a pickup like a pickup 10 person raid is right so it's just like instead of doing it with your clan or with a group a guild or a group of people it's like i'll just play this raid with 10 other people so it's like a multiplayer instant whatever right okay uh, which is my only way to get substantial gear upgrades to my character. To put it politely, pretty early on, I realized I was raiding with a bunch of people with whom I have massive disagreements. Awful gendered insults and mockery of the fake pandemic were the two Ooh. main topics of conversation in Discord. <laughs> and they're quietly sticking it out and got the gear piece I needed. Should I have just left at the start, loudly told them off at the end, did I sell my soul for a tier four helm? <sighs> so in a group that where you don't know anybody, and yeah. there's a chance that these people know each other, it is going to be very, 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 very difficult for you to turn tide of opinion. Like Dennis was saying, you know, in group chats, when you're talking to people you know, you, you like you have a responsibility to stand up and be heard. And I think also it's fine here to stand up and say something. I agree. It's admirable, but I do not think you're going to make a lot of headway. And also it's not an easy thing to do when you don't no. know the people, right? This is very different from the situation you were talking about before, Dennis. Like you have a responsibility because in this situation, ah, you could argue you have a responsibility, but I don't think it's as imperative. Would you agree with that? Like it's it's not as it's it's also in definitely the, cosmically cosmically it's cosmically I think it's equally imperative. But you, I wouldn't expect a person to do this because the, if those people all uh, some of them know each other and things like that, mm. the likelihood that they just dismiss you as some leftist soy boy SJW mm. is so high that I don't think it's possible for you to actually change their opinion. It might not be a fight that's worth uh, worth fighting. I definitely would have left. That's me. I wouldn't have stuck it out to the end. Did I sell my soul for a tier four helm? I'm not going to say that you did, but mm. I would have left and just tried to found, find more agreeable people. But that's also because I have low tolerance for this sort of stuff generally. Like, I, I mean, also they, they could have it. they could have only started talking about this like 15 minutes in. I mean, that's 15, I mean, it's 15 minutes. Mm. Mm. I, I I don't know, man. No, no, no. Mebaldi says P- pretty early on. I realized I was writing with a bunch of people. At this stage, I'm I'm out, man. I'm out. I do not blame you for putting your head down and, you know, getting that tier four helm, protecting that head with a, a tier four helm. Um, yeah. I'm not. I'm not coming down too hard on on my body for not doing it. But I'm saying, Mobile what, D coward confirmed says Riley Knight. No, no coward confirmed. Why are you trying to like? What do you want to start beef with our listeners as well now? I think we just title this podcast. Mobile D is a coward and fun. No. Look, no, I don't blame you at all, Mobile D. Not you you got to pick your battles. Right, and I think that while everyone does indeed have a responsibility to stand up and and be heard and say what's right, that sort of thing, right? In this situation, are you fighting a losing battle? Probably, if against this like these these this echo chamber, 
if I were in this situation, I would have said what needed to be said. And then if people weren't uh, amenable to that, I would have left. But that's very easy for me to say because I'm not someone who has issues. You know, I've spent the last, what, seven years, you know, just mm. talking to thousands of people on camera. I'm, I'm not I'm not afraid of being looked at and being heard and being seen. And I, I recognize that some people don't have the same, I don't know, some people don't find it as easy to address an audience, I guess, if you want to look at it that way. Is that is that the right. wrong way to characterize it, Dennis? I don't know. Uh, it's different. Like, it is very, very difficult to try to argue with a group of people who all disagree with you. Mm. Mm. So... I think I, I don't know. I I got the opposite. I think I would have just been like, okay, well, we'll look, we'll just get through this, and we'll we'll get on, we'll report everybody in this afterwards, and we'll go, we'll go that way. But every time I've encountered stuff like this, I do end up just getting really angry and yelling. So mm-hmm. I think I like to think I would have been level headed and just been like, all right, let these idiots just do their thing, and then we'll get out of here. But maybe I would have exploded at them. Yeah, pretty, <clears throat> pretty ordinary thing. The other thing is like, it's not just the gendered insults or whatever else, which is obviously par for the course. It's juvenile, For yeah. the internet with this sort of thing, which is obviously, you know, you come across it way too often. But the whole, the, the fake pandemic thing, this almost sounds like a caricature of people. Like, is it, like yeah. people, oh, not only are they, not only are they sexist, they're also idiots. All right, guys, everybody take a break here. I'm going to go eat my horse paste and we'll get back to it in just a second. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I've got to have this jam sandwich that I've filled with horse dewormer. So um, how does how does actually sidebar how does Megan feel about all the people snapping up all this horse medicine? Oh mate, she found out about it last night and it was so like she it was it's on stream. You can go and what if what? you go to twitch.tv slash mgnsmpsn, you can go and see her live response. Megan is a horse person and she like she's an she's an equine coach, an equestrian coach, so she mm-hmm. deals with horses. She's off working with horses right now as we record this. Uh yeah, she was not impressed. She was not impressed. We'll take an ivermectin to get around COVID. Yeah. Yeah, she was not impressed to find out about this people. I mean, it's funny. I said before, oh, you're not all these people sexist. They're also idiots. I guess, like, that isn't a surprise. People who are sexist often are. Mm. It's very difficult to be sexist and not an idiot. Like, a little, almost, be, almost by definition. You could probably be sexist and not an idiot from, like, a couple centuries ago. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, but still, I don't know. Anyway, um, uh, this it's difficult to condemn your mobile D, and certainly if you feel like you have it in you, I would be standing up in situations like this. But I don't know, man, just bail, dude. Just bail and find a different group, man. Like, just just leave the thing. Go and find a different group of people to get your tier four helm. You've wasted, what, 5, 10, maybe 15 minutes in this raid? Ah, whatever, whatever. Start again. Mm. Start again with people you're actually going to be able to chat about. Oh, no, nice things. I did not them. realize these two questions would segue so well into each other like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, we, we're getting hot today in, in Scrum River. You want to take a hard, cold left? No. Let's let's do this next. I, we've got another one in the document, Dennis, and we've had some serious questions, but this one here, oh, boy. That's what I mean. This is a, this is a, this is a hard left away from Oh, I was the making the joke that this was also another very serious question. Because it's a question about tug of war, but yeah. I, Dennis wants to avoid that one. All right, okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, let's uh, let's let's cool off, Dennis. Let's Tuesday Tastic writes in Riley. Let's get a little silly. And they say, at a recent work party, we had a one v one tug of war game. Except you stand on a small wooden block. First one to fall off the block loses. Okay, so it's two people on a block, and then like a rope, and I guess you've got to try to pull. Yeah, that's cool. All right, so rather than like yeah. a big team of people, it's just like a one v one me in tug of war. One, yeah, one v one me on dust with rust. Dust? Dust. Dust. Rust is a Call of Duty map. And Rust is the, the CSGO map? No, Dust is the CSGO map. And Rust is the COD map. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
Um, yeah, uh, one v one. After observing the competition, I joined to face the reigning champion. Ooh, David steps up against Goliath here, Riley. Three, two, one, go. We both start pulling the rope. As soon as the rope becomes taut, I let go and watch my opponent tumble to the ground as they put all their weight into pulling it. Brilliant. Some co-workers thought I was brilliant. Others accused me of cheating. Dick move or was I just using brains instead of brawn? How is it cheating? So the way to avoid this, this is a quote. I mean, this is against the spirit of the game of it being a pure test of strength. Yeah. The way to avoid that is the person must be, you, know, you set in the rules, the person must be pulled off of the front of their block, not the back of the side. Well, I think with actual like competitive tug of war, I believe there is like a little rag that hangs from the rope. In the middle, And yes. you've got to get it over a line. So in yes. that situation, this person would have like the, the person. This, this play does not work in that. No, that because the, the, the rag would go over the line and you'd lose. But that's not but, the rule. Riley, this reads like a Greek myth. Yeah, this, this is like, an, like this is Odysseus. An this is an yeah. Aesop, dude. Yeah. This, this, the, 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 like this, 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 this fans like Odysseus meets a young man named Tugawaricles on an island. <laughs> Tugawaricles, and he charges challenges him to a test of strength for his ship and all his men. Yeah, and then he Odysseus defeats him, yep. and he's like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "No one." And he's like, "Oh my god!" And he stabs him in the eye. I don't know. I I I skimmed the Odyssey back when I read it, but we can workshop this. But this could definitely fit into the Odyssey, yeah, for sure. The thing is, like, I like what are the stakes? Genius. I don't care what the stakes are. If the stakes were, it doesn't matter. This is genius. No, but if this, this, is, some, like, this is some Greek myth, Gordian, not biblical level problem solving. I love it. So this is never grifter. That's always genius. Always, it is on the organizers for not putting it a rag in the middle of the rope or yeah. not saying you have to come off the front of your block or whatever. This is pure genius. First one to fall off the block loses. I mean, that's pretty cut and dry. You've added a new dimension to the game now. Now it's like a game of rock, paper, scissors almost. Like, whoever, whoever faces you next. Is there a rule? That, like, could you just go and give your opponent a, a square kick in the chest and then they fall well, off backwards like that? If you can do that without touching the ground. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How far away are the blocks? If you're Probably within reach. If you can do a flying kick from your block to their block, I think if you want to board their block, I think that's fine. Mm, can you be on their block though? Maybe you can't leave your block. Leave All right, do you know what? You bring a, a giant fan, right? And you use that to blow them off their block. Uh, no outside tools, I think, is probably... What, you're using a rope? But that's, that's, that's a guy, I guess that's a guy. Ga- yeah, it's a, okay, right, okay. You fashion the rope into a lasso. There you go. There we you're go. You're rope. Now we're cooking. Now, and then you lasso your opponent and, and pull them off their... I do think to get enough slack in your side of the rope to make a lasso out of it, I think you'd have had to have already pulled them off their block, though. No, use the rope that's behind you. How long is the rope? Quite long. 50 feet <laughs> it's a tug it's an it, it's a 50 foot rope as dis- it's like a marathon they they, they use exactly the same of the rope that tug of war Achilles did in yeah the exactly story. The, yeah the 50 feet of rope exactly um no look tuesday tastic uh is it a dick move or was it just using your brain instead of brawn ah probably all of the above but brain, it's fine. not a dick move brain it, it, was, it was a big dick move that was genius it was it was if you'd put a brain in a dick a dick brain move. A no. dick brain move. No, that brain work. dick move. A brain dick move. There we go. Uh, no, I, I'm I'm here for this. If this were a, a if this were a sanctioned tug of war tournament, and you got, I guess even it, it's if it's not in the rules, man. If it's not in the rules, what can they do? If Danny can win at the end of the Karate Kid when the guy explicitly says kicks to the face are banned at the start of the fight, and he does one and wins anyway, this is fine. Wait, what? What happens there? I've never seen this film. You're not allowed uh, to kick someone. Sure. You're not allowed to kick someone in the face, and then he does that to win. I believe so. So he yeah. just cheats. I believe so, and he wins. 
I believe Danny Zuko cheats at the end. Danny cheat Karate Kid. I believe that's what happens in the Karate Kid. Is that? And what's that supposed yeah, to be? Yeah, Cobra Kai. Why Dennis Karate Crane Kick was illegal. What's the message that's sending to our children, Dennis? What? Ignore the rules. Ignore what the referee says. Just do whatever you want and you'll be fine? I think so. I mean, he wins the trophy. All the happy music plays at the end. Wow. And that's, and he that's, is the and karate that's, kid. And that's why we are seeing the moral decay of the next generation, Dennis, because of films mm-hmm. like the Karate Kid. When did this come out? 90s. Maybe late 80s. Oh, then don't worry about it. There's no moral decay. <laughs> 1985. Otherwise, we'd be the generation with the moral decay, Dennis, and we, of course, all are morally... Mor- Paragons. Morally, Paragons. Morally perfect. But anyway, yeah, it is totally fine for you to make your opponent fall on your ass by outsmarting them uh, to Tatastic. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. Brains instead of brawn. The only, the only weapon we have in our tool belt as nerds. Modern problems require modern solutions. Yeah. It's like it's like an Aesop. You're right. It's so good. I love how you go from modern requ- modern problems require modern solutions and then compare it to... to stories that were written 2,000 years ago. Doesn't it sound like that, though? Doesn't it sound like something Odysseus would do? It does sound like the sort of thing... Yeah, it sounds like the sort of... And the moral of the story is... What is it? You're all... Think outside, th- th- think outside the box. Think outside the box. This week's episode of Scrum River brought to you by Taco Bell. Um, is that Taco Bell slogan? I think they think outside the bun... Do talk tacos don't have buns? That's the idea. Right. right. So it's not a burger. No, it's, it's not a, a burger. It's a taco. Yeah. Although tacos really are just burgers. We've gotten, we've gotten to this geometric sandwich debate before. We don't need to. Uh, is a taco a burger? I guess it's not. It's only got one. No, I guess they're not burgers. No, I, I withdraw. It's got an extra wall. Yeah, it's got because it's got three things. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. A hot dog. A hot dog is a taco. Anyway, um... That, that's enough of that, Dennis. We've done this. We've done this. Um, let's 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 dismount the podcast. Let's exit. Let's take the mm-hmm. uh, take the off ramp here, Dennis, by talking about the video games we've been playing. It's time for Charizard Me River, the by now not even close to secret podcast within a podcast. No, and I'm going to pivot it away from Charizard Me again, a river to Aboleth Me River, I guess. Oh, you got D and D chat for us. I got D and D chat. Let's go, baby. What have you been? What have you been playing? So, uh, recently we started a DD campaign that I am DMing, and it is the first time, Riley, I have taken a leaf out of your literal book mm. and used a book, a Dungeons and Dragons nice. the Coast published book. Saving yourself a little bit of extra work. Well, I say a little bit, saving yourself a lot of extra work by not having to make everything up every week. Disagree! I thought this would be less work. It is at best equal, what? if not more work. No way. Absolutely yes. no way. Yes. How how can it possibly? You've got everything written for you. You've got all no. everything, everything all you got worked out for you. Excruciating detail in some parts, yeah. and woefully sparse detail in others. Okay, that is a fair criticism. Yes. Okay. Certainly. Certainly, there are some areas where, we're like, yes, and his favorite food is Taco Bell hot dogs. Yes, his favorite food is, the, and also there is very little. So, if you never uh, spo- okay, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, Waterdeep Dragon Heist. So, if you are Someone who has not played chapter one and change of it and intends to stop listening now. Good my cut smart. Joachim Crud. Fine. It came out like 10 years ago. It should be fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've already spoiled the karate kids, so whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, it's, there are, there's a chapter in this, in this book that is just do some side quests. And it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. And it's like, here are the side quests. And every side quest comes with, Two lines of instruction. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The side quest that we I had to fill an hour and a half of game time yeah. with was 
There are three skeletons terrorizing a field. If your character is... Sl- also, the time... It said, if your character spend a night in a field, there is a 10% chance they will encounter one of the scarecrows. So they have to spend 30 nights, on average, waiting for the scarecrows to show up to fight them. They just have to stand no. there idly. Uh, animation. Uh, idle animation. Uh. The other quest was like, someone's murdering elves by the docks. You should investigate. It's like, okay. If the character spent three consecutive nights loitering, I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. How I, do I communicate to them? Yeah, yeah, you're doing the right thing by hanging around outside this bar in the dock ward. Just keep, just keep, keep, keep doing going. it though. Yeah. Nothing happens, but yeah. keep doing it. Yeah. No, that, that is true. That, that's, that's kind of weak. Yep. So I was, and I was literally, the, the, what I've read to you, I think I have a book here. I don't know the book. But here. I think they're supposed it's, to be just hooks that you like, you then develop yourself, but that does defeat the purpose of having the book. Yeah. At that point, I might as well just write my own campaign. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Well, the side, okay, fine. I accept that criticism, but the rest of it's good, right? The rest of it's fine. It's given me the big hooks, but then it's like, your characters have inherited this tavern. And it's like, the book's like, here's a tax system. Here's how you apply to membership of all the guilds. You yeah. can't renovate the tavern yourself. You need to use the Carpenter's Guild. Yeah. And this is the representative from the Carpenter's Guild. And here's their guild fees yeah. and all this crap. What does the tavern look like? Oh, it's, it, it is largely empty. Period. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, they've, 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 they've had a deadline. They've been like, all right, I'll deal with the, the guild system for, oh, the, I forgot to, I, I forgot to describe the tavern. Oh no, I have to, I have to submit this before Friday. It's like, here's a map of the tavern. I'm like, okay, you give me a floor plan. Yeah. But it's like the tavern is old and empty. Enjoy. Ah, Dennis, that's where you paint a, a, a rich picture with your imagination. Yeah, but at that point. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize, Dennis, that you were such a soft DM who needed everything. I like, no, I, I don't. You I, need the everything thing is, I'm usually spot. the other way. And that's the problem with kids these days. They grow up with a karate kid and they expect everything to they be handed to them on a silver right, platter. Yeah, I can't fly and crane kick my way out of these situations. No, but like, I used to be like, write the thing, draw the map, here it is, yeah. it's all fiction, all out of my brain space, bada, 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 bada. But I still have to do that like 80% of the time, but I also gave wizards 50 bucks. I know what to tell you, man. I know what to tell you. You know, if you're like me, you go down to, to DM Silver One All Chat and you'll hear how hard <laughs> it really is to... Uh, oh, that's another thing. So oh, I went we on I went on a Reddit, okay? And I was like, How, what other DMs have run this campaign? Yes. What did you think of it? Foolish. Should have never done that. Because why? They put you to shame? Everybody hates it. Oh. Oops. Every campaign I looked up, everybody hates Every single one. Really? I've looked up stuff. Like, no, no, no. I no. looked up. I was going to do Princess of the Apocalypse first. Okay. Because I I, was, I read a lot about like Curse of Strahd and Curse Storm- of Strahd is like the most famous one. Yeah, and, and Storm King's Thunder, and people talked in in pretty like people seem to like them. I looked up um, Prince of the Apocalypse, yep. which is like an Avatar themed one, basically, where they have all these different clans that use all these different elements, elemental magic, and it sounded cool, and it was very open ended. Yada yada yada. Yeah, and. Every DM guide was like, step one, if you're a player playing this, I beg your DM not to do it. And then if I, I'm like, okay. And then I'm, do, so now I'm doing Waterdeep Dragon Heist because it's like a level one to five introductory thing. Yep. Let's go. And it's like, oh, well, this one's not very good. This website called the Alexandrian actually did a remix of all the contents of the module that you should use instead. Oh, like, I've oh, seen that. God. Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. I can't, I can't. Like, sorry, man. I like it. I like it fine. It is not less work than just making one up on your own. So what are you going to do? Just pop it in the bin and go back to Stranyakistan? 
No, I, I do miss Stranyakistan. Stranyakistan is met- the proprietary. It's the, the Dennis Dennis's. Uh, uh, unofficial IP that he's been working on as a, as a, yeah, as a campaign setting. Yeah, it's got this big, huge city in it called Strand Deep. It's really good. Yeah. And, then there's Stra- and then there's Never Strand. I'm a big fan of that one as yeah, well. The Stra- Baldur Strand. It's all on the Strand. Well. This is all on the Stranyak coast. You think you should have called it Stranyak Gate, but no, Baldur Strand. Baldur Strand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I'm having to pepper in a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff, which is fine. And I, I expect to do a little... It's just... Look, it is. it is... It is the least useful amount of guidance. No, that's. I thought true. the book would either nah, have nah, more nah, or less. No, 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 that's great. Now, the, the, look, the source books are good. I, I, I think Dennis has some legitimate criticism, but I think they're helping you more than you realize. Give Dennis Maybe quick, more quick, than quick realize. NPC name, go quick, quick, quick. NPC, go. Falador Miko. What? Another one. Another one. Let's go. Let's go. Another one. Mizadenth Ekazis. Okay, that was just something in Croatian. <laughs> no, it's not. Mizadenth Ekazith. Yeah. All right, that was a line ball. The first one was great, though. Yeah. You're much better. You're much better at that than I am. I'm good. There's a, there's, I'm there's good a at like making stuff up when I'm DMing. I'm good at just pulling stuff out of my bum. But Me I too. tell you what, NPC names—that's my stumbling. Well, do you block. not have a the the DM screen has a little thing on the back of it? I don't use DM for screen. that. I don't use. Oh, the, the DM screen has no, a no, name generator. No, no, no. It's all all, all comes straight out the dome, baby. It screwed me though. Wait, what? It happened in this campaign. My name. They were like, Jib, Jib, My name is Jibmumbrun. My name is Jamal. I went to I went to the generator. So basically, it's got three columns with syllables in each. Of them. Yeah, so right. So you're supposed to be able to pick any of them and go. Blah, blah, blah. And yeah. it's usually like Faradin or Bigador or Sidabop or whatever. I went in and Jeff was like, "So what's his name?" And I went, "Uh, Bajelin." And I was like, "Well, you screwed me." Bajelin. Name generator. Bajelin. Really? <laughs> Straight line right Baj- across the middle of Bajelin. Baj- and I was like, "Sorry." <laughs> Famous Portuguese explorer, Ferdinand Bajellan. And he was, this guy was bald with scars. He had an eye patch. Uh-huh. Was, what's my name? My name is Bajellan. <laughs> and I was like, sorry. My, my name Oh, shit. That's good, man. Reminds me of Jojens. Oh, man. Oh, dear. That's very good. Bajellan. Uh, please call me Ferdinand. Ferdinand <laughs> Bajellan. He's a Kenku. Oh, man. I love that. That's very good. Anyway, you're not having a great time? I'm having a great time. It's yeah. just the book has exactly the worst so far. Maybe apparently chapter three is better where uh, things all kick off. Hmm. But so far, it has the least useful amount of I hope it gets better for you. We're going to do Dungeon of the Mad Mage after, I think. Oh, see, I looked at that and I was like, there's no way, man. It's just one big dungeon crawl. I don't like dungeon crawls that much. They're fine. I don't mind the odd dungeon crawl, but I couldn't do an entire campaign this way. I wanted to do it because we're play- we've ne- I've never played just here is a pen and paper and to now play a Dungeons and Dragons campaign from start to finish. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Are you doing it just pen and paper? Yep. No laptops? Nope. Love it. As Gygax intended, my dude. Mm-hmm. Love it. Excellent. Um, I'll be playing Hitman 2. It's great. Get it. Uh, get it if it's on sale. It's really, really good. <laughs> get it if it's on sale. I think it's the free game next month on PlayStation. It's uh, it's really, really good. It was on PS Now a couple of months ago, so I wouldn't be surprised. It's really, really fun. Like, there's so much content. There's so much content, dude. It's unbelievable. Every mission mm. has the regular mission, uh, which can be completed in anywhere between five to ten ways, because there are different targets and different ways to kill them and all sorts of different ways. Like, you can play it stealthy, you can play it... Act- at like No, you can't really play it like an action game. It is a stealth game at the end of the day, but there's a lot of depth to it. But then on top of that, there are all these other challenges and quests and, like, you know, hide a body in a haystack without being seen while dressed as a blah, 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 or whatever, right? You can't hide bodies in haystacks. 
Um, uh, and then on top of that, there are escalations. So instead of the primary targets, you get given, I don't know, a chef or like one of the militia or whatever, right? You have to kill them instead. And then on top of that, there are bonus missions where like the map changes a little bit and there's a different scenario and different stuff. It's just, so, it's just, it's a mind boggling amount of content for not, not, I believe a, it is the free game next month. So I'm excited. You should, you should give it a go. I, you, I mean, you don't I like the first one. I'm trying to think. Do you like sort of action stealth games? How many cutscenes does it have? That's the real question. How, is there a budding romance? Is there a wedding scene that takes 20 minutes at the end of the game, Riley? That's what I want to know. There are cutscenes. So Twitter has, you know, the way Twitter's like, recommended to you this tweet because you're interested in topic gaming. Yes. For me, Twitter thinks topic gaming is anything with the world, words Metal Gear in it. Yeah. And it's right. Yeah. So if anybody tweets with Metal Gear Solid in any way, it's ended up on my timeline. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, like, I want, I want to see this. I want to get it. Uh, maybe uh, the thing is, Dennis, maybe you won't like Hitman because the characters and the plot very complex. There's mm. twists and turns and backstabbing. Is, is, is it political, Riley? That's the real concern. There, uh, there is a female character. Mm. Yeah. Not for me. Yeah. So it is quite a political game in that sense. But like, as we know, f- females, you know, making up most of people. Mm. Very mm. political, too. Very political, very indeed. Political. Um, but yeah, there's like shifting loyalties and uh, like there's at some point you're not sure if someone is a traitor or not and you have to figure out their true intentions. Uh, it, it, it's not a game for you, Dennis. It's not a game for you. Oh, there was some, I don't know if you want to talk about this, there was some controversy from Idiots Online about the new Operator Rainbow Six, who is Croatian, I believe, as well, right? Oh, really? Yeah. This is the new new one. This isn't Thunderbird. No, their name is... Nighthaven? Osa, Osa, Osa. I think Nighthaven is the expansion, right? Osa. Okay. Osa, which is Croatian for Wasp. Okay, what's the... What's they the controversy? Croatian, let me see. I want to make sure I get my facts right. Yeah, I actually have not looked into this. So, yeah, so Osa. Um, ah, here was shit. the controversy. Osa is a transgender character. Ah. That's why people were mad on the internet. Not because not because she's Croatian. <laughs> no, that was not. The, I, I was like, ooh, this person. <laughs> and they, have, they have a little Croatian flag on their kit and everything. I was going to say, is it because she's got a shield? Like shield, shield operators in in siege. Sometime, uh, sometimes, people, <laughs> sometimes people aren't huge fan of shield. Like, uh, uh, wait, is it a is it a deployable shield? No. Oh, it's a carry carryable carryable or deployable, right? So there's like, um, oh wow, this this there's clash um, and, oh. and Montaigne and stuff, and the the like the shield operators. Sometimes some people don't like them, but uh, oh, I see. This is this is not about the abilities. Of course, it wouldn't. no. Also, also, in game bio actually mentions she found herself isolated at the University of Zagreb due to her unorthodox approach and others' attitudes towards her transitioning. And Croatia is a pretty homophobic country. Mm. It is not great for anybody on in you know in the LGBTQ family. So. That is a pretty direct call out, yeah. honestly. Oh, look, Rainbow Six Siege as a game, like they go deep on the lore, dude. Like these, you know, they like, I'll just give you an example. Lion, right? This French guy, uh, he works in like a bio, like, bio, I think it's like hazmat bio, whatever uh-huh. sort of thing, right? You'd think it'd be all about his training as like an elite operative getting rid of hazardous or dangerous substance mm-hmm. materials or bomb disposal, whatever else. Nope. It talks about the breakdown of his marriage. <laughs> okay it talks right. about how he has this like he lost his connection with his son because he and his wife became estranged at a young age and how it affected his career man 
Like what? Okay. I guess like what? So people are going to look at this and they'll be like, "Oh, it's terrible. They're forcing you know SJW. They're forcing whatever Ubisoft. They're you know forcing this stuff down our throats. Whatever else." Can I tell you this? It, I mean, it's cool. There's a trans character. Obviously, great. Whatever. But like the whole really really deep backstory that isn't something it is that, not it is not out of place it's not something they've wheeled mind. out it's not something they've wheeled out for these characters right um no that's cool here's the real controversy though riley it is a deployable yeah bulletproof shield. it's a deployable it looks like it she can hold it or deploy it yeah that i think is, arch is certainly holding it. i'm not sure how much that is going to uh I, I that if people were annoyed about that dennis we could have a conversation <laughs> if people weren't a fan of that, I know that shield operators are a little uh, a little controversial at some time uh, at some stages. But now, of course, people are going to get upset when when politics is forced down. Why can't video? Oh, why do they have to put politics in video games, Dennis? Why can't Rally. Why can't games all be like Metal Gear Solid and 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 Bioshock and Call of Duty? The most recent one had Ronald Reagan, the least political person ever, the least political president there ever was. Unbelievable. <sighs> oh well, people are going to get upset about stuff. Ridiculous, unbelievable. Anyway, oh, well, it'll be interesting to see what Osa get, gets up to. Ubisoft have been, um, they've been, they've definitely widened the aperture when it comes to these sorts of things. The last character mm. was um, First Nations, uh, Canadian First Nations. So they're, they're they're definitely looking to, I guess, build a slightly more inclusive team of murder cops. You know, so that's good. <laughs> They're making, an, they're making an effort. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, that's it for this week. Um, thanks for being part of this dumb show, everyone. Thanks for listening to our uh, our, our gaming podcast. Scrimy less River. frothy than usual this week. A little less frothy than usual, Dennis. We've uh, we've been forcing politics down people's throats for a change. So. Every time this time, every time we have a less frothy podcast, I always think, like, are there any opinions that are expressed here that I regret? And I think I'm okay this week. I don't know. You did speak in positive terms about League of Legends, which is probably going to land you on the wrong side. That's pretty damning. That's true. The wrong side of gaming history. You know, in 200 years, when, when the, when the statues of Dennis Strandjack are being torn down because you liked League of Legends. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. Um, yeah, nah, look, no worries, mate. Um, Make sure to get in, get in your question, queries, and quandaries. Of course, mm-hmm. uh, we are working through a backlog. We've got a. Th- I mean, thank you to everyone who's been submitting. Yes, them. absolutely. Uh, it's great to have more rather than less. Hundredth episode coming up. Um, I, I just want to just so there's no. I was going to hit this in the bud. There are no vinyls. There are no vinyls. <gasps> no. What? Not, I thought you were doing. I thought you were on it. I was not. I was never on it. If only we had some kind of a record of a conversation of when we talked about vinyls previously and you could prove that I used to be so into the idea, but now I'm not, Dennis, but unfortunately no such record exists. Yeah, you were not. You were, you were calling on. Hang on a second, Ryan. Let me. Okay. Let me, let me Dennis, I'm going to wrap up the show so Dennis can go and start Googling, you know, ex- expedited vinyl service. Dennis, no, can- I'm trying to figure out when our, th- uh, our next last episode, last episode, <laughs> the hundredth episode will be. Is it our last episode? Do you know no, something no, that I don't? A hundred. No. Oh, it is right before the launch of the marketplace. Okay. Can be a big one. All right. Well, we look forward to your company then. We look forward to your company next week for episode 98 as well, and 99 and 100, and all the rest of them are coming. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to Joe Kim Karud for the use of our theme song, Shine. Go and listen to his music. Thanks to Channel Fireball for sponsoring this dumb podcast. And mm-hmm. as Dennis says every week, stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>